Okay, so let me actually hit the record. There we go. Wow. All right. It's been a while since I've done this. All right. So, okay. So go ahead and do that one more time. Hi, I'm Isaac Tolpin, one of the co-founders of conveyor.com, and I'm excited to be on the show, Vroom Vroom Veer, with Jeff Smith. So let's get something happening here. All right. Hey, that was better. See? Everything happens for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to hit stop and I'll be right back. Cool. Cool. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. Karen Briscoe, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer and welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Jeff, this is really an awesome experience because I've done a lot of vrooming and vrooming and veering and I'm looking forward to chatting with you about it. Yay, cool. <laughs> Thanks for playing along. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> okay, so you are a real estate agent and you wrote a book uh, called Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Secrets of a Top Agent Revealed. Uh, and your website is five minutesuccess.com. So let's talk about your book and how, what inspired you to come up with this idea for this book? Well, as often happens with a lot of people who achieve success in their profession, people want to know how you do it. And sure. I had been doing training and coaching and, you know, just inspiring people to achieve. Uh, for their success and found that many of them, you know, would really take to the stories I had. I call them sticky stories because everything had an application and it had some takeaway to remember. And that form of learning that was inspirational and informational really resonated with people. And they're like, well, you should write a book. And I had been had been writing a blog since 2009 and a number of the blogs had gone to some pretty high rankings on a number of real estate sites. So I, I did feel like I had a voice, but there was something holding me back. And Mm -hmm. I was, yeah. So I was in this coaching program and I had met with the coach and told her about my book idea and, and we just vetted it out, but it just never went anywhere because I had this limiting belief that I didn't have enough time or money to write a book. Okay. And so I, yeah, I get that. You think you've heard that before? Yeah. yeah. I've heard that one before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I joined her coaching program and it culminated in a retreat where each person was to take one idea, one concept or one project in their life that they wanted to really vet out and go through all the exercises with and really come to, uh, you know, a plan on how they were going to achieve their goal. And so I picked the book. It was really an afterthought because I think that, you know, the idea of what was holding me back and one of the exercises, it was actually the last day was to present on all the things that were stopping you from doing 
what you said you wanted to do. And, you know, the resistance and the people and I don't have enough time. Yeah, I don't have enough time. I don't have money. Right. (laughs) And I got up there and I said, well, the only thing stopping me from writing my book is me. Of course. I mean, ultimately, I mean, I'm self-employed. I have control over my time. If I really wanted to write a book, I would write a book. So what's that about? And so I, I went back and met with my team and my business partner and my family. And I told them all and they're like, oh yeah, we'll support you. And I'm like, okay, so really I have no reasons now. Right. So all your excuses went away. Yeah, (laughs) I did. And so I had a, like a couple of epiphanies along this journey. These are my beers. Sure. I went uh, the next weekend to Dallas, thought I was going to be connecting up with some old friends. It kind of didn't work out. So I ended up with all this time that I hadn't really planned on. Oh, wow. And I, yeah, and I did a lot of writing and I'm like, hmm, so there really is time to write. I'm just not, you know, making it a priority. Right. And the other epiphany that happened that weekend, and I, now whenever I go back to Dallas, I'm waiting for more epiphanies. So I guess <laughs> they all seem to happen on the plane to Dallas. But the The other one was I was reading this book called Big Magic, written by Elizabeth Gilbert. So, oh, I love Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah, so she's Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, that's really. You've heard this before. I've heard of Big uh, Big Magic. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So the idea of Big Magic is that there are all these ideas in the universe. Yes. And when it comes, an idea comes to someone, it's like it's giving that person this opportunity. But if that person doesn't take that opportunity, if the idea's time has come, then it's going to come to fruition. Right. It's going to find somebody else to do it. Yes. And that (laughs) was like my urgency. I had this huge urgency, like I couldn't delay any longer writing my book because I had this idea that I felt like was really very compelling. And then the third thing that happened was another book I was reading. I'm an avid reader, as you can tell. Yeah. And and that is Gretchen Rubin wrote a book called Better Than Before. Okay. And that she's famous for another book called The Happiness Project. Right. I I have that book. Okay. So (laughs) in The Happiness Project, she studied what people said would make them happy. Right. And Pretty much it boiled down to people said they would be happy when something happened or if something happened. And she's like, well, why don't you do it then if that would make you happy? And so many people, again, back to all those limiting beliefs, not of time, not of money. So that was why why she wrote Better Than Before was it's a habits book. And it has all sorts of strategies and techniques for depending on what kind of you know, personality profile or behavioral profile you are. Mm-hmm. And one idea out of that whole book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but that's okay. Cause you only need one, right? You only need one. You only need one. And it was, if you don't have enough time, when daylight savings time comes around in the fall and you fall back, then don't, you know, capture that time to sleep in your body clock is already set for right. getting up an hour early. Right. I love it. That's going to go. And literally that was like the, day, the next right? week. Uh-huh. Yes. It yeah. was the next week. Oh, How, you know, like perfect time. The universe. Yeah. Conspiring for me to write a book. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. 
Okay. So I was like, okay, no more excuses. It's me, you know, and an urgency. I need to do this now. And then the time came to me by that idea. And so that's literally what I did. I got up an hour every early, early every day right. and allocated that to writing the book. And once, you know, as often happens, once, you know, I, I broke through, then I hit, you know, my stride and wrote and published it in nine months, which, that's you know, crazy. I, yeah, wow. it is. <laughs> uh, on top of running a really major real estate team. I mean, yeah. our group sells about 100 houses a year in the $70 million, you know, production. So it's not like Holy we cow. weren't doing anything. You know, yeah. I mean, I was I was still working you're not, full you're time. You're not screwing around. You're, you've yeah. got a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I have another question because I know Hal Elrod in his book, uh, the uh, what? Miracle Mornings is that his book? Yes, The Miracle okay. Morning. Yeah. So how did how did did you read his book or did you meet Hal? How how did Hal get in the picture? Well, so that's a wonderful story too. Oh, good. <laughs> so when I, I set out to write the book, I felt like there was probably a lot of things that I didn't know about writing a book. And oh, okay. I felt a little bit like a for sale by owner. So I know all the things that a for sale by owner doesn't know. Right, and so right. I, I was like, okay, well, there's got to be people out there that have written books before and maybe they have some ideas. And so I know this guy by the name of Pat Hyben, who's a real estate agent in the Washington, D.C. metro area. And he had written a book and he has a podcast, Real Estate Rock Stars. And so I contacted him and he graciously gave me some time. And when I told him my idea about that, the the concept of five minutes a day came out of so many real estate agents and sales professionals say they don't ever have enough time for their business and personal development. And I, right. I was like, well, do you have five minutes? And everybody said they had five minutes. And so I was like, well, if I wrote a book that every day, just all you had to do was invest five minutes, you have a takeaway to get into action, you only focus on one thing a day, would you read it? So that's where the idea came from. And when I told it to Pat, he's like, well, you need to talk to Hal Elrod <laughs> and okay. because of okay. the Miracle Morning. Right. So the Miracle Morning program is, is to you start your day right or start your day well and the rest of the day is is likely to follow and right. that you know you should put your important things first right and For so sure. important things are personal development so that you are your best self so that then you can go into your day with your best self and one of the components of that is reading and so i set out to meet hal elrod and it was kind of one of those comedies you know of of who knows how kind of thing. Okay. Right. Where's <laughs> so Waldo? Did, who knows how? <laughs> yes. Well, a lot of people knew how, but Hal's a very busy person. You know, sure. he's he's up to about eleven or twelve books, and so. But I I, I meet him in person. It, my book came out August first, twenty sixteen. So, in October of twenty. Um, 16, I met him. And when I explained him my idea with the book, he was just immediately uh, ready to endorse it because he said, yes, that's, and there is a miracle morning for real estate agents. So it, it fits in perfectly. Many people who follow miracle morning and, and the, they use the success in five minutes a day is like their daily reader for making the transition for more development or personal motivational literature to more of a business type Right. Um, okay. You know, reading and and then I, from there, 
once I met Hal, then that's just like opened up this whole world of, of folks that know and love Hal Elrod. And <laughs> I right. um, am actually heading to back to San Diego. I went to the best year ever blueprint in San Diego with Hal Elrod and John Berghoff last year. And now I'm part of Quantum Leap Mastermind. And so that wow. all is just, so that's it's, a, that's a huge, that was a huge transition right there. I mean, that, not only did you get a book out of it, <laughs> right? But you've got sort of like an endorsement by Hal Elrod. Wow! And then and now you're wow. So part of the part of the inner circle, and I would say wow. that that is the most amazing thing about opening myself up to writing the book was. I don't know if you remember the Dr. Seuss book. Oh, the places you'll go. Right. The places my book has taken me has been amazing and it's now been, you're on my show see so that's yes. cool right <laughs> yes well and that started out with this whole with pat hyven's podcast i discovered being on podcasts was such an amazing way to get the message out oh, right. and it's and so it's pretty easy and laid back oh. right i mean who doesn't have an hour and I love it because I've had people contact me from all over. It's just been phenomenal, yeah, the good. the reach it has. It's just because if you think about it, I mean, at a minimum, you know, you know several hundred to a thousand people, and I know a thousand people, right. and all those people know a thousand people, and it's right. just like before before you know it, it's it's exponential. It's right. It's it gets kind um, of crazy after a while. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I yeah. had I had one guest, and she said. Um, she, somebody, somebody said, you should be on a podcast. You might make some money from it. Right. And, uh, and so she was, and she's a, I think she's a business coach if I remember right. And she was on like a small number of podcasts. Right. And after that first batch, she got like immediately a client for $5,000 and she's like, wow. So let's see here. Five podcasts equals $5,000. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, yeah, that's a correlation you like. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> I'll keep doing that. Yeah. So she, she, oh, well. she kept hitting the rinse repeat button on podcasting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit because I know I'm a big fan of, uh, and delving into other folks, um, morning routine. Right. So, I'm sure outside of reading your book for five minutes, which I know you do. <laughs> I mean, why not? Right. It's your book yes. and it's a great, right. So you, you should read your own stuff. Um, so what else is part of your, your morning routine that, that others might find useful? Well, just on the, the reading my own book, it really is completely different reading it every day, just one page a day than it was when I was writing it. And that was, you know, like tsunami effects. So this has been I'm experiencing it as my readers experience right. it. And and it, it really is a, a completely different relationship with the material. So, uh, yes, I, I have been enjoying reading it. So the Miracle Morning is a fabulous has an acronym. It makes it really easy to remember. And that is. Sabers, S-A-V-E-R-S. Okay. So S is silence or meditation. Perfect. Love which can, yeah. can be, you know, whatever form is works for somebody. And then A is affirmations. And Hal is, is, has his thoughts on affirmations that are a little bit different than most people's. And I, I do find that it resonates with me in the sense that 
he, um, you know, wants it to be, you know, positive and obviously affirmative, but affirmative of where you're going okay. as opposed to, and, and to be something that you actually, you know, can um, visualize, which is the next one. So the affirmations are really very closely connected to visualization. Okay. That's the V. E is exercise. And Good. I am, my husband and I are big bikers. So unless it's snowing, we're usually out there biking. Oh, nice. And wow. then, yeah. And then R is reading. And then S is scribing. And it scribing is journaling. And but journaling or J doesn't work at the end of saver <laughs> yeah. to make it nice. Right. It. So savers. Yes. And I use the five minute um journal, believe it or not. There is a five minute journal. I didn't come up with the app, but right. it's a okay. it's a great app. It gives very you can do it on your well, obviously an app, you could do it on your device, but it also they also have written journals. But I use the the device one because you have three you play, a place where in the morning we have three places to write what you're you're um, grateful for, you're thankful for, and then you have um, a place where you. I'm, I'm going to pull it up so I can read it to you. And then, so I'm grateful for you. Have three. And then you have what will I do to make today great? Oh, that's good. And then a daily affirmations. I am place. And then at the end of the day. You get a prompt that says three amazing things that happened today and how could I make today even better? And it allows for uploading a photo. So it's amazing that I have this journal on my phone of every day, you know, I could just oh, like nice. scroll through and see, you know, oh my gosh, yeah, that's what I was doing that day and that's what I was doing that day. And and, and it's just a, a beautiful way to look back and affirm, you know, where you've come and, and then it, it's, um, so I, I like the five minute journal no, for the whole, for the, the whole practice of the savers sounds pretty darn amazing. I like it. <laughs> well, and it's easy to remember. So that way, yeah. and you know, people say, okay, I don't have enough time. And, you know, I think that's a little bit, like I said, a limiting belief, but right. you can't right. really do a, you can do a six minute savers if you want to. So right. you can do a minute each, you know, right? right I mean, right. you don't have yeah. to do an hour e uh, total if whatever the, the idea is you want to start your day well and give yourself, you know, the what you need in order to be able to start the day well instead of starting the day looking at your your device and yeah, emails yeah. and yeah, yeah. whatever that'll just suck. I, I think uh, one of the general themes there, um, just in the in the folks that I listen to, like Tim Ferriss and and Hal Elrod and others, that talking about their morning routine it is just to set aside some time um, that's intentional. You know, like like five minutes of meditation, uh, like. You know, whatever it is, if it's five minutes, if it's six minutes, if it's an hour, if you got it, you know, whatever it is, um, you're you're already going to be drinking coffee, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that and, doesn't take your full attention. Yeah. And you, you know, even like I do while well, my coffee's brewing, even though there I use one go. of those, you know, instant things, I do my, you know, some quick stretches just to get the body moving and the blood right. flowing. Right, right, right. You know, say a prayer before you know, as many people do. And so it, it's, 
it, it really is a great way or tool to to put yourself first because then you'll have the energy and to face the day and to to go in it um you know in your best self yeah you know and some of the things that i think get lost on people is um i think it takes a body like at least an hour before it's all the way awake maybe two i'm not sure i'm sure it varies from person to person but if you are a person like I have a buddy, right? And we work together in the same cube. And, uh, and you know how dudes, they tease each other. That's sort of like humor among men. Um, yes. <laughs> so we had this ongoing joke where he would say, I'm not going to forget my USB stick and I'll, uh, I'm going to remember it tomorrow. No, no kidding. And he, he'd say this every day of the week <laughs> and he would never remember. <laughs> and he'd always have to borrow somebody else's. And we were like, Okay, tomorrow is the day. <laughs> and it just went on forever, right? But he's one of those people, I think he has like three kids and, you know, he does jujitsu and he's just like really busy, right? Full-time job, you know, and just like really into life and always busy. So I'm, I'm imagining, I don't know this for sure, but he seems like the guy that like rolls out of the bed, hits the shower and hits the road all in sort of like this zombie-like state. <laughs> and then he gets to work and he starts waking up, right? That that it, it just seems like his routine, um, and and when I, when I ask him, you know, what you know, what's your morning routine? Is like uh, make it to work on time. <laughs> uh-huh. So anything you can do, you know, even if it's like, you know, five minutes of of quiet while you're drinking your coffee and and reading your book, um, I think is is an improvement, right? Well, and I think that many people say, you know, I'm not a morning person, and I would, I would say I'm wasn't a morning person either. I mean, so we're not coming out of like now. My husband was a morning person, so it wasn't hard to convince him to get up for me to get up early, because he'd been doing that for many, many years as long as I've known him. But what I found is is that when I did make the commitment to get up. And remember, I'm making this commitment to myself. So I mean, it's like nobody's making me do this. I'm doing this because I wanted to achieve what I wanted to achieve. And that was to write a book. And so once I made that commitment, then it was a paradigm shift, if you will. And so sleep is like not as important as it is for me to do what I say I want to do that would make me happy, kind of like mm. what Gretchen Rubin says. And I found that I am so much more productive. The I, I go to bed just a little bit earlier, but my productivity is so much greater because of doing it first thing and, you know, giving that attention to what is important to me first is, you know, it's been very powerful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I think uh, that and, you know, 30 grams of uh, protein in the morning has been like the favorite changes that I've instilled in or installed in my life in the last five years. You know, just having that intentional morning time and then, you know, getting a good breakfast <laughs> doesn't yeah. hurt either. <laughs> so let's shift gears a little bit because that, okay. that was fun. Um, it seems like uh, you you picked up the morning habit from doing the book, which is just that's that's perfect. I love that. <laughs> so in in your uh, in your sheet, you just you say like you like to dis, uh, define your own definition of success. 
So how do you define success for you? Well, so in real estate, the objective of the land or the property is for it to be at its highest and best use. So land can be used for a school. It can be used for a home. It can be used for a business. It can be used for um, a dump, right? So it all has that potential, right? So, so, and the same with people, if you think about it, because people have a highest and best use as well. It kind of goes back to the big magic idea is that if every person has the capability, the ability is very unique of what they can be and do and achieve. Real estate is very unique because every location is different, right? So even, you know, one home in one place is still going to be different than the same home somewhere else because it's just a different location. So the idea is the same to me with people. And so I look at it when I'm achieving my highest and best use, that is success. And the more I become me, the person that I was created and designed and have the ability to be, then that's the more the successful. That's what it means to be successful for me. Wow, I like that. Being being a constantly better version of you. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and right? it's very exciting because it evolves. So yeah, yeah, that's it, right. yeah, right. It changes yeah. every day, right? Yes. Well, right. like for example, okay, so the book came out. August 2016, August 1st, and then the book had its birthday on August 1st, 2017, it turned one. So I said to the book, well, what do you want for your birthday? And my my book said it wanted a podcast. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Wow. Holy cow. So you're doing your own podcast. How did I miss that? Wow. Yeah. For you. Uh, Well, five minute success podcast. The, The reason why I say it, came it's the gift from the book is because well first of all I didn't even know about podcasting until I decided to write a book right okay that's the first thing so that it really did birth the book the book births the podcast or the idea of podcasting right and the next thing was is the book has a a structure or format to it and so you know there are lots of different Obviously, as you know, genres of podcasting. Right, right. And, you know, yours is on, you know, Vroom Vroom Veer, where, okay, where is it where people's lives have been going along and then all of a sudden something happens or, you know, they have an epiphany or whatever and they veer in another direction. And so that's how your podcast, you know, was birthed. The idea came, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Well, my podcast was born because the book has a structure to it and it lends itself really well for a 25 minute podcast. And I'm like, isn't that interesting? So uh, the, um, the journey has been just in the last two years is just absolutely, uh, I don't know, I guess it's vroomed and veered at both at the same time because I've been speeding along and then all of a sudden things will happen. I go, Oh, I guess we're going to go over here for a while, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's amazing. So, so how long have you been doing the podcast? Talk a little bit. So, yeah, it launched October 5th and we are, have been on a once a week show format, but as these things happen, it's taken off to the extent of, yeah, that I have shows lined up to like April. So I, I, 
I shared with my podcast coach, I was like, mm, I think I'm going to have to double up. So we're going to January one, we're going to go to two a week shows. Right. And wow. So the voice or the message is, is, is resonating. So I think success is, it's, it's not, um, it's not sequential. And I think that it can also, success can beget success and failure right. can beget success too. I mean, I'm sure. totally a, you know, believer that fail forward and, um, learning from the things that don't work. And I, we could certainly have lots of conversations about those <laughs> too, because there have been plenty of them, right. um, along the way. So now, wow. So you got, you've got a book going on. You've got a podcast going on. My goodness. <laughs> and you're still doing your business. I am. I still sell real estate. And, you know, that's another. OK, so the things that the book has brought me that I didn't even think about, you know, I just felt led to write the book. OK, I was just doing what I was right, led to right, do, right, right. inspired to do epiphany. The back to the podcasting, reaching so many audiences, the one of the uh, responses or the um what's happened from having the podcast and being on podcasts right. is people now know I'm here in the Washington DC metro area selling real estate. I had a yeah. referral from somebody wow. in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, we've had people from, you know, because it's a pretty major metropolitan area and people are relocating here. And so that is something I did not think about. I thought I was giving my book or my message, you know, to, the universe. And then I didn't know what the universe was going to do with it. But one of the things that the universe decided to do with was to refer me business. <laughs> it's really well, amazing. Actually, you know, the way the big magic theory might go and correct me if I'm wrong. Right. But so mm -hmm. remember, the idea existed without you. Right. And it came to you and said, hey, you want to have a partnership? Here's the idea. Right. And then you said, OK, I'm going to execute it. And uh, I think the following successes are like the partners, the partnership gifts that you didn't even know were coming down the pike. <laughs> Does that sound about right? Does yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that is the message that I would leave with your your broom broom beer listeners is right. because I did not know all this when I signed on. No, kidding. I just no way. How right? could you know that? Right. Yeah, and so it's that's why I think you just do it. Right. I mean, if there, right. there's a, a lesson learned or a message, it's that if if you have an idea that has come to you and you're like, I'm really being led to do this idea, then just do it because I couldn't see far enough. It's I think there's a quote, I think it's Martin Luther King, but that, you know, you don't have to see the whole staircase, you know, to, take the first, you know, step. And, yeah. and there's other quotes that are like that, but you really don't have to see the whole thing. And you don't necessarily even know what the gifts are until you, or at least I haven't, I didn't even visualize or anticipate many of the, right, the right. gifts of the, of the living into the inspiration, if well, you will. Yeah. It, it almost sounded like you were just sort of like, you took it on as a, a professional style challenge, right? As of, I'm going to get this done because I said I would. <laughs> sort of mindset, right? And 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 then from come out, what came out of it was something was 
a lot more spiritual, really, you know, where you're connecting to this idea. And, and I can also say, I bet all those ideas that you never did, right? Oh. Uh, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, whenever I hear that big magic idea, that like ideas are going to come to you and, and just sort of say, hey, hey, th- you just had this idea. Now it's, your, it's on you if you don't implement it in the next, you know, whatever, 30 days, I'm going to somebody else. <laughs> That's actually how it works in my experience. I know I, I did this podcast. Yay. But oh my God, I can like count. I don't even know how many ideas, you know, snuggled up to me and said, do you want to execute me? And I was like, no, no, it's a good idea, but no. <laughs> Right. And well, then, and, and I then later that on, it, you're like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Well, and that else, was somebody else. Does part it. of my epiphany was I was like, I, you know, don't want to look back five years and go, I had that idea and I didn't do it. But the, the other impact it's had on me in my life is that I am moving faster into completing or executing on the ideas. Like when that podcast came to me, literally on the podcast birthday, which was, I mean, the book's birthday, August 1st, the podcast was launched by Beth. How wow. fast I turned that thing around. Wow. And so I, I'm executing a lot faster when the ideas come to me. And I, I would say I'm already seeing, like I said, the the results of doing the podcast because I, I really believe there's a... Um, my original intent for the book was as giving back to my professional community of, of real estate agents. Sure. And But what I found is, is that it's resonating with so many ancillary industries like lenders and title company and movers and, and you know, stagers. Totally and, related to real estate whatsoever, right? Well, no, the, and then that, because the principles. <laughs> and then that. Yeah, yes. and that. <laughs> Yeah, that's the biggest surprise. Okay, wow. Yeah, because I mean, there was, you know, there's two million real estate agents, so it's not a small pool. Right. But then when you take the fact that it these basic principles of the five minute success, it's kind of like the miracle morning. I mean, they're resonating with people because these are basic principles that people go. They're like fundamental uh, universal themed ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of these uh, aren't even necessarily specific to real estate. They're more like inspiration, leadership, and things of that nature. Well, yeah. So the I, I call it peanut butter and chocolate. So you have, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know that, what that makes. There you go. The best thing ever, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot of business books are informational and they're very heavy, you know, with right, and, and they're they're not very inspiring, and so people don't tend to finish reading them. That's right. Right. Um, often many times the books end up just on the bookshelf or by the bedside table. So I combine inspiration with information. And again, with it being five minutes a day with one takeaway, people are more likely to remember because most books are what I call linear, you know, like chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and people like, Oh, I don't have time to read the whole book. or I don't have time to read a whole chapter. Well, where do you stop? Right. Right. And, and so this gives it in, in the, in the format that I call it a delivery system. It's a new delivery system. Totally. It's really actually an ancient delivery system because motivational and spiritual, you know, literature has been set up in a daily reader format for eons, but, mm. but business literature hasn't. And that's where I think the power is coming in, um, bringing back the whole idea of, 
peanut butter and chocolate, the new <laughs> formatting of the, the way the material. So it is, I find people tell me that that are not in real estate that read it, that are in business or in, you know, in, in enough of a, um, well, you know, I, I even tell people that even dentists, so you I don't think of dentists being a business person, but a dentist is. A dentist oh, has sure. to have patients and fight, and then a, a dentist has to run a practice. And if they don't, you know, then they're going to go out of business, right? Right. And so these principles actually apply to a lot of different industries and professions beyond just um, business or or sales. And I think you've picked up on this. It's a it's a fact of life now, whether we like it or not. You might as well embrace it because it's here. But like people nowadays have this fractured attention span. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to do anything that's not fun. So yeah. the, the new rules of all anything that you want to do in, in the space of learning, um, be it digital or a book or whatever, right? It, it has to be engaging, effective, fun you know, gamified a little bit. Right. And I think you hit a lot of those things in, in your, in your book because, you know, okay, you it, it's only once a day, you're going to get a daily takeaway and you know, your people are, are out. Nobody's going to say, no, they don't have five minutes. Right. So I think you really nailed, you kind of like got your, uh, your brain on the a pulse of what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. I, Google, did some research and they said that attention spans in the last decade have gone from about 20, 25 minutes to five. Right. And so (laughs) so, I'm not kidding. I mean, really five minutes is most people's attention span. And the idea of, of one a day, two though, has the same amount of impact because we have a tsunami of information. And so people are like, they don't know what to focus on, but if you have one thing to focus on, you'll be more likely to put it into action. Right. Right. We should talk after this show because uh, one of my, uh, I just had another guy that I recorded with today. And his show obviously hasn't been on the show yet, but um, he's got a whole system of uh, basically digitizing content, right? And it's funny because the whole thing about his platform is taking traditional training material and making it fun, putting it on a mobile phone, and then piecing it out in five minute to seven minutes. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. All on your phone. And it's gamified and there's a leaderboard and you get points. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. So I think, you know, I think there's this trend and it's like trending today on my show. Well, not really. <laughs> Nobody outside uh, the, the show will know that they were recorded on the same day because they'll be, you know, a, at least a week apart. But still, you know, it's 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 a little kismet that uh, I talked to two people saying you have to put your your bite sized chunks in five to seven minute chunks. <laughs> that was kind of neat. That is uh, back to one of those, you know moments where you're like, wow, Whoa. this is this coincidence or is this exactly. actually? Yeah, I think it's a trend. It's a big magic thing. Yeah, I there think you, it is. There you go. Uh, this has been a blast. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up. I will leave you the last word. You are Karen Briscoe. Uh, Real estate success in five minutes a day. Secrets of a top agent revealed. Your website, five minutes Please uh, take the last word. Have fun with it. 
and we'll say goodbye. Here's to your success in business and life. Well, thank you. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> I hope you had fun. Oh, absolutely. That was. I you know, it's it's the other thing about the podcasting is it really gives me a chance to flesh out the ideas and the things that happen because you know, everybody who knows me already knows the story and they're kind of like probably sick of it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard the story yet. So you weren't sick of it. So it's kind of right. like fun to, you know, relive it with you. But I really do think that um, the people that I've shared the story with, it's helped them see their big magic moments, you know, in the right. places where they've had, you know, limiting beliefs about what they could do. And I, you know, I hope that it does the same for your listeners. Thank you so much. All right. Okay. Thanks, Jeff. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V-double-E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.